Hi, and welcome to another episode of Last Chat with Shell Griggs. I'm your host, Shell, and I'm here with another episode. We'll call this one Let's Chat, letting go of other people's expectations. Um, guys, you would not know it, but I have tried to record this so many times, and normally when I'm going through something like that and I'm trying to record and there's always conflict, I know that that's an important message that I need to get out. So I'm going to endure the frustrations of what I've experienced um, because I just want to make sure that I am um, that I am recording this for you guys. So, um, yeah, about that. I'm going to go ahead and make sure that I'm diligent with this because I need to get this out. Um, cause someone needs to hear this. I'm convinced that someone will need this for later information. So to start, if you know anything about the Enneagram, I am the number nine and that that's the helper or the peacemaker, excuse me. And I'm a tie for number two, which is the helper. So that's interesting to know because with my personality type, um, I am a, a very like a, a easygoing self-effacing type. I'm receptive, reassuring, agreeable, and complacent at times. Patient, steady, easygoing, receptive, relaxed, unselfconscious, agreeable, uncomplicated, consented, comforting, sensual, and idealizing. These are good qualities in general, but pretty terrible um, as well. Because you when you live to the extreme of any of these when you let any of them get unhealthy then you will find yourself in a position where uh, you're you're living your life not in a way that pleases God but in a way that pleases man because you just want people to be happy with you and doggone it some people are not going to be happy with you that's just the bottom line. Like some people are legit not going to be happy with you. And it doesn't matter what you do. It does not matter what. It matters not what you do. Because some people are genuinely not going to be happy for you. Uh, no matter what you do. So you can try to live your life in a way that is pleasing to other people. And you're going to find yourself burned out. Um so I am that person. I'm the peacemaker and the helper. Okay, keep that in mind with um, what I'm going to say to you because I think it's important. Um, it's very important that we as people stop trying to live our lives in a way that just pleases other people. I've done that my whole life. I've always had to please people. I, I grew up um, like my parents had three kids and then they had they each had three kids separately and then they had five together um and so they're all their kids they don't they don't discriminate they don't play that so they don't make the difference but it there it creates a different dynamic when you grow up 
at the same time. And so the last five of us are kind of stair steps in age, which means that there was only about a year or two between all of us. Um, so when you grow up that closely in age, you're going to have a, a more tighter dynamic. So out of the five of us, the last five of us, I am smack dab in the middle. So, but I'm also the youngest out of the eight too. I'm a, a, of the youngest as well. So it's so weird. Um, I'm number six of the eight, but then out of the five of us, I'm smack dab in the middle. And there's kind of a weird dynamic where it's like the baby of the child uh, of the family mentality a little bit with couple that with the middle child dynamic. It's so weird. But I mean, I blame that for um, some of my personality, which is very like, look at me like there there's this this level of wanting to please people that I grew up with. And and as an adult, I have to take ownership of it because I mean, I'm not a child anymore and I don't need uh, anyone's attention. Um, But owning that there's still a level of need to please um in me like I have to make peace I have to be you know and and so in the desire to make peace um you kind of it goes hand in hand with the to the need to live up with to other people's expectations because sometimes when you don't live up to other people's expectations then there's not going to be peace. There's going to be this dynamic of war, right? Um, so an example of that is having someone who I considered a friend. Um, and I still pray for her because uh, I should, because it's what we should do as believers. I mean, otherwise, you'd probably just live in like a heathen. If people piss you off or hurt you or do something that offends you and you don't pray for them, you don't actively think and care about them, even though they've done that. Um, and I know I get to the point where I'm like, I don't care about you, whatever. <laughs> um, but that's just a protection mechanism because I care so much about other people. And to the point where I will let their opinions of me become like a fact. And that's not the, the case. Some people are just self-serving and that's what she you know, she turned out, she showed me that she was self-serving, but this person recently just came at me with all this accusation, all these things without knowing any of the facts. And then midway through, she was like, well, I didn't know about this. And I'm like, I'm not going to tell you my business, sis. If you're coming at me with accusation, why would I even go into details? I'm not going to waste my breath on you. You're not going to believe a word I say anyways. If you're accusing me of being all of these things that you're accusing me of, why would I tell you about my business? You're not going to believe me anyways. It's just going to be feeding the rumor mill. It's going to be feeding the gossip mill for you. And I'm going to go ahead and put it into that like right now. So for me... I think uh, the important takeaway from my experience with her, because I realized that I was just trying to please everybody. You know, she asked me to help her do something and I intended on doing it. And I remember my pastor, he, he was telling us, he's like, there's three reasons why people won't keep a promise. One, they out and out lied. That's the most obvious. Um, two, they intended to do it, but then it, something happened 
and they were emotionally swayed uh, and they don't want to do it anymore because of emotions and three they just can't do it it's something that they can't do Um, and that's what it was like I didn't promise her but I said I would help her and then um, and that was my intention too but I ended up not being able to help her with this thing and because I couldn't help her with this thing she had an all in out fit because I couldn't help her with this thing and I for a moment I developed this anxiety like oh my gosh well you know she's gonna think I'm flaking out on her and she thinks this and she thinks that and then there was a, a little um it was like something rose up in my spirit like girl please you are not God nor are you called to be God in these people's lives Okay, so you're trying to live from a bag of, oh, let me make sure I never let you down. Guess what? The only person who's ever not ever let anybody down is God. So even her judging me this harshly, something's going to come up where she has to face that similar pressure and she's going to let someone down and maybe then she'll understand it. But until then, she's going to just blame me for whatever problems that she experiences as a grown-up adult it's time that these grown-ups start taking responsibility for their own lives because I have to I have to own things that I'm doing in my life I have to own self-pleasing behaviors I have to own um not really walking in my truth and being honest with myself I have to own Uh, When things are out of whack and I haven't spent time in prayer and I'm irritable and I'm uh, messing stuff up because I'm not being led by my spirit. These are things that I have to own and I have to and I have to uh, I have to live with. So why doesn't these other adults, why don't these other adults who have all these expectations of us never failing them? How come they don't have to own anything? But we have to own everything. I think it's a self-entitlement. It's a it's an attitude of self-entitlement. Like they're entitled to you. Never letting them down. And that's godlike characteristics. And one of my actual friend, my best friend, he says, and yes, I have a man best friend. It's cool. <laughs> he says this, like he said this from the time we met. I'm going to let you down and you're going to let me down at some point. And I just, I don't want you to feel like I will never let you down because there will be moments when I fail you. And I love that because what better covenant is it to, to have with somebody than someone, um, telling you that I'm never going to let you down. Um, and then that or you're going to let me down and not not having that expectations of you'll never let me down. I should say that I misspoke. I said it wrong. What better relationship to have with someone than I'll let you down. You'll let me down. But you know what? We'll be there for each other as much as we possibly can. That's an honest, honest person says that. That's somebody who is in touch with reality and very mature. I can rock with that because personally, I've been through a lot of relationships where people made these unrealistic promises to me and they have let me down on so many different levels. 
So when they've done that, when they've let me down, I've been like shocked because they made these bold statements. Like, I'm not going to let you down. I'll be there for you. And then they weren't. And I realized quickly after having my head bumped a few times by people uh, that trusting in them was unwise because the only person who can never let you down is the most high everybody else is going to fail you and when they do fail you (laughs) depending on your expectations of them um that's why we must let go of our expectations of others because depending on your expectations of them it's going to be a great fall it's not going to just be like a small thing you'll be greatly offended by that person because you expected the characteristics that you should only expect of a deity out of a human you expected a person with real life or with real flaw that that exists not to serve your purpose but a higher purpose the most highest purpose um the one and only god that one you expected them to take his place even if it was just temporarily to meet your needs and never let you down and we serve a jealous god god that we serve is jealous he's not gonna have anyone before him in your life if you're setting someone up for an idol you're setting yourself up or if you're setting someone up as an idol in your life you're setting that person up to be Um, in competition with the most high which is going to put you in in a position to to in your life and that's not good because he's he will have no other gods before him he will not have the and by gods I mean these little g's he will have no one before him he's not going to have an idol in your life he's not going to stand for that you, if you don't believe me, you need to read your Bible. Every other time that a person put someone, and it is, it's whoredom. But every time that someone puts someone else before them, he called them a whore, a prostitute. Um, someone who's selling themselves to the highest bidder. It is. I've seen people do this where they'll prostitute themselves. They'll give a little to get a lot. Or what they think they're gaining something. They'll they'll be nice. They'll, you know, put on this face. This fake face. Um, like, everything's fine. <laughs> and me and my best friend, my uh, we have this, like, inside joke. Where we're like, it's fine. It's fine. Everything's fine. Because it comes from this meme where it's there's this dog. And he's sitting at a desk. And I'm pretty sure you've seen this meme. It's, it's a popular meme. And... He's like, it's fine. It's fine. This is fine. Everything's fine. And there's fire all around him. Like, <laughs> so you'll, you'll put yourself in a position where you're thinking everything is just fine. Everything or you're acting like everything is just fine because you, you have another God before him. You have an idol in your life. Um, and when you let them down or when they let you down there's gonna be 
there's going to be a misconnect there. There's going to be something that happens that doesn't connect the way it's supposed to because that person cannot be a God in your life. And so when God, when the one and true, the one and only God, when he removes that idol from your life, however it can be, and it's very dangerous to, to allow yourself to be that person that's being idolized. Like you should, and, and people are get putting these expectations on you that should only be attributed to the most high. It's very easy to, uh, to get, <clears throat> to put yourself in that position and allow people to put those expectations on you. It's not easy what ends up being the consequences though. And, and some of the consequences that um, that could happen as a result of you not um, allowing God to be God to them is you could see God removing them from your life. Because he's not going to have anyone before him. He's not going to allow you to um, have someone above him. So when I was when I was dealing with and always have been like this, when I've had friends that have these high expectations of me and I've just out and out told them like, okay, you know what? You are, you're not only not my friend because a friend wouldn't put you in the position to be their, um, they wouldn't put put you in the position to be an idol. They wouldn't put you in the position to take the place of the most high. They would put you in a position that would lead you back to the most high. Um, and dealing with other people's expectations of me I always kind of had this this air about me where I was like well I'll be there for them always like this Mother Teresa spirit you cannot be there for everybody Mother Teresa couldn't even be there for everybody and I know there were probably people even though this woman did everything she did for the world and her her efforts are recognized all around the world and she's gone down in history as one of the most caring and most generous people person there's somebody that somewhere got shade against her same with every person that's known for their generosity there's there's like a ton of people is like oh my gosh they're so giving they're so loving um and it could be because that those other people have healthy perspective that that person cannot actually be everything to you and they're not toxic and so because they're not toxic they see things for what they are they kind of see them clearly and they know and understand that this person can be with be for there for me all the time and if they can't be there for me all the time, at all times, what they do is enough. The generosity that they show me is enough. Their kindness is enough. You know, their sacrifice is enough. Their self, you know, putting themselves last and the, me first is enough. You know, I'm just blown away by that. What you find is that people start to take you for granted when you're like that. When you're always like that, when you're always giving, when you're always putting your yourself last, people start to expect it. And, you know, I would do this thing when I was unhealthier uh, earlier in my life because my personality is my personality. And I've always been like that um, since I've been born again, since I've been a born again believer. I've always been so quick to put my needs um, 
behind and put everyone else's needs in front. People see you coming when you're like that. People see you coming and they know this person is always going to put me first. So if a person is already toxic and they're already like putting their own selfish desires and needs above your own when they see a person like that coming they're going to be like this is a person i can use and manipulate um if they even get a hint that i'm unhappy they'll make adjustments and i found myself being so much like that in relationships where if if he even hinted like i'm unhappy i would change who i was even if it was some bull that he was on like it could be something as as simple as oh well I don't like the fact that you hang out with this person then I would just stop it and mind you guys I am not married so that tells you a lot if we're just in a dating stage and I can't hang out with friends I'm on to that like I'm just like not even I don't even care (laughs) like I'm so over that like I'm not about to live my life in a way that you can control me in that way um because your expectations of me are so high and then I can't expect the same like I can't call the shots on who you hang out with that's that's unhealthy that's toxic and we we throw this out a lot this toxic word I don't use it a lot because I know it has weight um and it can be very triggering for some people because you know this generation gets a word and then they they just go with it and they just rock with that word and they call everything that and they it's like they don't care to expand their vocabulary on anything so I am very reluctant to use the word toxic because people just use it so much somebody can tell them literally like hey you know it's your job to take the trash out can you take the trash out I just can't deal with this negativity it's it's too toxic that's just kind of the, you know, the the return that you get. And it's like, no, it's not toxic. It's your job. <laughs> You're a trash person. You're a good waste management person. This is what you're supposed to do. <laughs> it's your job. And it's so funny to me because the things that we recognize as, as toxic are not. But the things we don't recognize that to- are, that are toxic that really are are the things that get us we it's so toxic to allow people to put god-like expectations on a human being and then think that that's okay and then walk around and act like it is and if that person ever lets them down then you're gonna hear about it on social you're gonna feel it from that person they're gonna tell you about yourself they're gonna call yourself checking you gone are the days where people actually cared about what you were going through and why you couldn't be there for them it's just like if you're not there for me i don't care why you couldn't be there for me i don't care why you missed my calls I don't care why, you know, you're you're sick or, you know, someone you love passed on or they don't care. All they care about legit, they legit, all they care about is themselves. So a lot of these people that are toxic like that, they think you're toxic. They're like I said, there's someone in mother. Let this sink in, guys. Let this let this sink in when you're dealing with expectations of others on you. That there is someone out there 
who, as good as Mother Teresa was, had something bad to say about her. She was supposed to come to my kid's birthday party. She didn't come. So, she's out there feeding the hungry, being a humanitarian or whatever, and she can't even be there for a friend. You know, those people that are like that, that are that toxic, there is a special place for those kind of people that they can go and they can ride off into the sunset to that place because nobody is going to be there for no human being is going to be there for you all the time except Jesus Yeshua and if you yourself cannot get it in your mind as a person if you're that person putting these high expectations on other people and you can't get it in your mind that people have real lives they have stuff going on just like you're going through things and you're walking through things how dare you expect people not to go through those same exact things well you think the devil takes a break on them and just focuses all his energy on you so who are you job like you are you mentioned in the bible for your specific suffering yeah, and the, the the thing we we deem as suffering too is is another topic for another day. But I'm just like, you are not going through anything that deep that would require someone to give you a hundred percent of their attention all the time. That would require you to have the expectations that you have of another human being, and you put them in a place of a deity. That they better not ever let you down. If they ever let you down, it's over. Your devotion to them, your love for them, the way you speak about them changes. You talk about them behind their backs. This has got to stop. We've got to let go of these expectations of other people. And we got to let go of the expectations we allow people to put on us. Stop letting people tell you. People that are temporary too. Cause you, I mean, you can kind of gauge if you're, if you're a sage in this whole thing. If you've been through it with relationships. If you've had the experience I have had with relationships. Um, then you have been through it and you're a veteran. And you already know that some people, man, you're not going to ever please them. Because their expectations of you are so unrealistic. They're so ungodly. Because Yahuwah himself cannot meet the needs of these people. The Most High God cannot meet the needs and demands of these people. The Israelites complained the entire time. They They wanted to get out of their slavery. God sent to deliver Mo, deliver Moses. He said what he said. <laughs> he literally said what he said. Pharaoh got mad, increased their labor. They complained. Then God miraculously delivers them out of Egypt and out of hand, Pharaoh's hand with a series of events to show him how much he loves them. Then he brings them to the wilderness. There was only supposed to be an 11-day uh, journey. Um, and then they were going to spend two years taking that 11 day journey so that God can teach them and he could get Egypt out of them. And he brought those people out. And what do they do? Complain about food. Let's go back to Egypt. So you'd rather go back to slavery so you can have cucumbers and melons to eat. They literally did not see the value in what Yahuwah himself did. 
And then you have this, the almighty God, the most high with all of his attention on you. And what do you do with it? You use his ear to complain. And then, and this is how people are. The people, I'm convinced that the people that have these huge expectations are you are descendants of the children of Israel. Because they, they, they got that spirit of complaint on them. No matter what you do, it'll never be good enough. You can be Yahoo himself. You can be Mother Teresa. You can be anybody that's a humanitarian. And it's somebody somewhere hating in a corner like they weren't there for me I needed my tire changed and I called them and they couldn't come and help me they've been ignoring me those people I tell you my friend let them go you know let set them free and then after that they complained and God fed them manna dropped, gave them angels food never has there been a situation like that before or after and when he gave them angels food, you know what they did? They complained they wanted meat. The conclusion of this is that you cannot put expectations on people that belong to the Most High. And you cannot allow people to put expectations on you that belong to the Most High. You gotta stop this. Either way, it's burnout, my friend. Either way, it's not going to be healthy. Either way, it's going to be toxic. Let go of those things. Stop allowing people to put you in the place where you feel like if you ever let them down, they're gone. Let them go. And if you're that person putting expectations on people, just stop it. This has been another episode of Less Chat. Thank you guys so much for lending me your ear. And until next time, let's chat.